Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and we are here tonight wrapping up Step 9 Intention. Tonight is Integration. Super excited. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We just got done with our our coaches retreat and um, we're spending a couple days uh, over with friends. So, uh, let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Thayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. It's wonderful to be here. It is. So we have on one of our favorite guests tonight, and she just happens to be in the room with us. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so please welcome Trish March. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here with Kelly and Terry this evening, uh, just talking about intentions and fearless living. Yes, we're super excited to have you. So we've been talking about intentions all month long. So why don't you start us off with what does intention mean to you? Well, I really use intention to... You know, set the set the guardrails for my day to set my to set myself up for success and for all the things that I want to bring into the day and focus on for the day. So they're really the guardrails I use to to kind of live my life. So it's exciting to talk about intentions and and how else we can use them. I'm sure there's been many ways that you've talked about them over the last three weeks. So, but that's how I use intentions. How do you use them, Kelly Fox? Uh, Well, uh, I feel like we've been talking this month about intention, and I feel like there's the step of intention and there's the tool of intention. And the step of intention, I feel, is our attitude and how we show up and who we want to be and how we practice being that person. And then the tool is a way to take action. Um, and be very clear and specific on what those intentions are. And um, I have an overarching intention, which is to trust myself more each day. And I've, excuse me, I've definitely been practicing that uh, this weekend uh, as um, I kind of run all of the backstage uh, going on, goings on at the workshop um, and retreat. Um, and so just anytime I, I feel myself getting uh, a little bit nervous or, um, you know, too much in my head about what's going on and what could happen and what people are thinking or whatever might be happening, I just remind myself, um, you know, to trust myself and that everything's going to work its way out and uh, go the way it should. So... That is that is how I continue to uh, live my intention. Fantastic. So, um, Terry, what are your thoughts going on right now? 
Yeah, I like the way that you um, delineate between the tool of writing intentions and the mindset of living intentionally. And really, they go hand in hand because until I began writing daily intentions and having an overarching intention, um, you know, it's just kind of like, well, yeah, I want to get this done. This is the way I want to show up. This is what my what motivates me. This is what keeps me going. And and it was not um, as mindful as when I actually write an intention down and then practice it. And I think part of the power for me of intentional living is that it's a practice. And a practice is a process. And I believe that having giving yourself permission to practice something alleviates that need to be perfection, perfection at, perfect at it. Because I've talked to you many times about how I'm a recovering perfectionist. And really, in, intentions take kind of eliminate that that mindset of everything having to be perfect, and doing things in a way that uh, you know is very is kind of rigid. So by by just allowing myself to practice living intentionally and practice being mindful of my purpose and passion, and then using the tool itself of writing down uh, daily intentions, which I do in my my gratitude journal. And then having intentions in different areas of my life, say health, um, relationships, your career, you can really stay focused. And focus helps me then to take action. And really, an intention isn't really worth too much if you don't take action and practice it. So um, I just, I like that delineation between intentional living and using the tool of writing intentions. Well, thank you. So we've been talking about or with different coaches this month and um, learning different ways that we can be intentional and different tools that we can use. And as we just talked about, we talked about intention statements. So, Trish, is there anything else that you use in your own practice or with your clients to support them in being um, more intentional or um, what not? Okay. Well, you know, I typically marry my intentions and the practice of using intentions, that is, uh, with goals so that I can help my help my clients kind of drive their, um, take personal responsibility and really drive their dreams forward or take action on the things that they want to bring into their life. So I do use goals with my intentions. And, of course, I'm sure you probably talked about that over the month. I think that's one direction that I I typically will take them in. I also use Stretch, Risk, or Die, which is a tool we talk about all the time in Fearless Living, because as we set goals and we want to take action on things, we want to figure out where our fear is and, you know, what things, you know, are easy for us to do because we know how to do them and which things might be harder because we either don't know how to do them or they're just, you know, too, too close to a die to complete. So, I use those two tools most steadily. Um, you know, I use acknowledgments, you know, acknowledging yourself for sticking with your intention and, you know, moving forward with your goals. I think those are probably the basic ones. It really depends on the client <laughs> and also it depends on myself because I do like to dabble and use the tools often in my life just to keep myself on track and, and moving forward as well. So all the ones that I've talked about are, are things that I'm using frequently to 
to um, help me stay focused and move forward. You know, I I know I use I well it, with most of my clients. I we talk often about our intentions. We'll set daily intentions, but we also set send a set a sorry about that. <laughs> you know, either a monthly, quarterly, or yearly intention that we is more overarching, as you had mentioned earlier, both you and Terry mentioned. You know, and that really gives gives you a chance to have something that you're working on throughout the year or that you're willing to practice throughout the year. And uh, then also, you know, you can set your intentions if there's something stressful coming up with meetings or, you know, there's something that you need support with or want to work on where you consciously want to take action. You want to, you know, use, you consciously want to practice in order to support yourself, like a big meeting at work, you know, going out on a date, maybe um, doing a presentation, you know, doing being an MC at a uh, big event. You know, you just never know. There's, But it's nice to set your intention saying that you're willing to practice something that will support yourself through those activities to keep you focused and to also support you emotionally. Yes, I agree. Sorry, I know that was long-winded, but there's lots going on about intention. That's all great. It's all good. We got the time for it. Yes, I think, you know, we set goals to support our intentions here at Fearless Living. Um, And those goals can be whatever we want that are going to be the things that we actually do uh, to practice that intention. And Terry's talked about her intention of being healthy and having energy and um, her goals of eating better and uh, cutting it off by a certain time and walking and sleeping more and all those different goals. Um, You know, so I love that you brought that up, brought up goals and that we can um, have set goals that support us in being who we want or achieving what we want. and we definitely have talked about Stretch Risk Die before. That's one of our favorite tools to share. And um, I, I definitely think that it uh, works with with the intention aspect of um, of having that main goal that you that you have, and and then baby baby stepping your way towards it um, using the using the the tool, I guess. I can't think of a better word. Um, I'm structured die. Um and everybody knows I love myself some acknowledgments. So um anytime they I, I think acknowledgments and gratitudes go uh hand in hand with anything. It's something that we should do um on a daily basis, regardless of what um step we're practicing or intention we have or or whatnot is gratitudes and acknowledgments or something that um, would be great for for anyone's daily practice um, because I know for myself they support me in trusting myself more because I acknowledge myself for those times that I did trust myself and so that continues to build my confidence and um, motivation towards trusting myself more. So, um, Terry, what are what are your thoughts from what Trish shared? 
Yeah, I really like the way that uh, Trish brought up the importance of setting goals because an intention is a statement, a positive statement uh, of what you're willing to practice in order to reach a certain uh, outcome. And those outcomes can be um, delineated in goals. And so uh, whether it's a health goal or whether it's a, a relationship goal or something that you want to do in your business or just what, whatever that is. So by setting the intention that you're willing to practice, then the goals are what you're willing to practice. So the goals support the intention. And they can they can be positive. They can be empowering. They can be in the present so that you can take action on those goals. And I, I love the stretch, risk, or die aspect of intentions because in order for us to reach goals, in order us for, to move forward, we get out of our comfort zone, and that's what stretch, risk, and die is all about. It's about taking those steps out of our comfort zone, whether there's something we've done before but haven't done for a long time or there's something that we've never done before and something that, that really um, is challenging for us to do. Those are the levels of the the model for stretch, risk, and die. And when we when we write our acknowledgments, which are ways that we can hold ourselves accountable uh, for doing those things that we've set forth in our goals, I like to occasionally, I don't do it every every day that I write my acknowledgments, but periodically I'll look at those acknowledgments in the light of stretch, risk, and die. So I'll write down my, I usually write five acknowledgments, sometimes more. And I'll look at that acknowledgement and I'll ask myself the question, was that a stretch, was that a risk, or was that a die? And it helps me then to calibrate my forward action. Uh, How far am I getting out of my comfort zone? How much am I supporting myself in order to take the action, to reach the goals, uh, to live the intention that I've um, I've stated that I'm going to practice. So it just all works together um, and in a synergy that really helps us to uh, to move forward. And that's really our purpose and our goal in fearless living is to help ourselves and our clients to move forward, to move towards the that person, that being, that state of being that they want uh, to be living within, you know, and and as Rhonda says, it's to live the life your soul intended. And I just think that's important that we we have that clarity. We can write intentions around that and then we can set goals, take action and acknowledge ourselves for those steps that we take. So again, it's a process. And that's, I think, one of the things that Fearless Living teaches us is that that we have these structures, these processes that we can engage in that help us to move forward. And and by setting intentions and then living intentionally based upon those intentions, which are supported by goals, and then acknowledging ourselves as we make that forward movement and just do a you know, a check to see that we're we're taking risks, we're stepping far enough out of our comfort zone that it's allowing us to expand our comfort zone and become um, that person that we want to be. So I think it just everything that we've said this month can almost be tied up in that process. And so Trish really um, stated that in a succinct way that helps us to understand that. Well, thank you, Terry. I appreciate that. I think the one thing mm-hmm. that I, I didn't say was that, you know, one of the problems that myself and my clients seem to always have is expectations. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's really hard to live without having expectations. You know, it's really, it can be quite challenging to not, you know, expect 
certain outcomes or to have silent contracts with people in your life because it just is. It's hard not to have those things. And, you know, intentions is a antidote to expectations. You know, when you're setting intentions, you know, not not just having the, the a conversation, you know, which is also a uh, solution to expectations, but really having, setting intentions to not have, to to set yourself up for success and to not fall into the trap of those expectations is mm-hmm. really, really amazing. Uh, you know, you know, working with clients and working them through their expectations and, you know, what they might see in relationships, might, what they might see at work, and, and you know, saying how they might set themselves up for disappointment, right, in those, in those situations and working with them to have them willing to practice something so that they, you know, are not falling in the trap of expectations or silent contracts. Is, has been really a beneficial process for me and really keeps me coming back to intentions all the time because mm-hmm. it almost seems like that's a natural habit for people to to fall into is, is, is expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, expectations Absolutely. of, you know, I, I've only ever gone on one vacation where I didn't have expectations of what was going to happen. And, I mean, literally that was the best vacation I've ever taken. But so often mm-hmm. you fall on the travel like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and it's going to be so fun. And, you know, you know, and then you get there and you're like, oh, you know, it rained. It rained the whole time we were here. You know, and then you have to recalibrate. Yeah. You have to set yourself up in a different way. So I think, you know, relying on intentions and really starting from there as the grassroots uh, method of getting yourself out of expectations and silent contact, contracts is yeah, um, absolutely yeah. really important to just reemphasize in this discussion, you know, and then using yeah. you know, all these other things that we've all talked about, you know, for goal setting and SRD and um, using acknowledgments to really drive those those things home is, uh, you know, really, you know, just something I wanted to add to the discussion that we were having. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it, when you are living in expectations, you're you're being influenced by the past and you're trying to live in the future. And with intentions is the present moment because your intentions are what you're going to do today. Well, the decisions you're going to make in the moment, the actions that you want to take to support that intention are in the present moment. And when you're in the present moment, expectations, you know, really um they can't really uh, they can't have the effect on you that uh they can have when you're sitting there and thinking about well this is what happened before and what's going to happen next and and I expect myself to do this or somebody else expects me to do that and you're just you know you're just like spinning in this world of expectation which leads you to disappointment frustration anger all those feelings that that uh you know don't propel you forward and so when you're living in the, I like to say, the the landscape of intention rather than the landscape of expectation, you're living in the present moment. You're saying, today I am willing to practice, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today. And that's one of the components of, of intentional living. And so expectations, that's, I think that's one of the powerful things of intention is they take you out of that uh, landscape of expectation and put you into the present moment. And what you what you want to do, and what you can do, and what you're willing to do. 
And so often there's, you know, when I think about intentions and intentional living, so so much of that is about choice, right? You know, mm-hmm. you're choosing what how you want to live, like intentionally. Like it's you could you could just go with the flow, but if you actually choose to live intentionally, you are setting yourself up to to decide and to follow a certain path with your with your day. You know, if you're mm-hmm. building intentions and building your life kind of around intentions. You're also making a choice because when you, you know, if you, you're willing to practice, but you're choosing to do that practice. And when you start to succumb and maybe get a little unfocused throughout your day, you're also deciding and choosing to go back to that intention and refocus. So yeah. I love that, um, you know, it, we, you can actually, you know, literally choose to, to use intentions and to live intentionally throughout your day. But it's a decision point yeah. for me. Yeah, I think moment living intentionally. Right? <laughs> yep. I think living intentionally is a choice of being at a whole new level of awareness, a whole new level of awareness of what's going on, what the, your motivation behind these choices that you're making. What do you want your motivation to be behind the choices you're making? Um, all those kinds of things. It's just. It's it's being awake at a at a new level in your life and um, really connected to who you are and what you're wanting to create for yourself. And I think that um, you know those are steps covered already. And I think that that's why they all all of the steps play together to support each other and really being able to live a full a full life where you're awake and you're consciously creating and living a life that you want to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Trish, do you have um, maybe an example um, of a time where you practice an intention? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I do. I know you practice trusting yourself and I practice being courageous. And, um, you know, being, feeling connected with the present moment and the universe at large. Um, so I have a couple of different things that I do. I, and, and that's my overarching one is to practice being courageous. And because that's also really important to me with my healing work is to really be connected, not just with, you know, those around me, but to be connected a little bit more with the universe and, uh, you know, energy overall. So I do practice that throughout the year, um, and I modify it a little bit as I go along, depending on what I'm doing or what's happening in my life. But those are the, that's the one that I use the most. Um, And then I do set intentions daily. So when I get up in the morning, I'm willing to, you know, say, today I'm willing to practice. And what is it that I'm willing to practice? Every day is something different, unless I have something happening in my life that I need to be, um, where I need support or I need to really focus. You know, my, my father's been ill for the last seven months and it's been pretty challenging. So, you know, I've needed to practice patience. So, you know, I've, you know, put that in my intention. I'm willing to practice patience and courage. You know, in the medical field, you really need to advocate for your family. So I've really needed to be courageous and, you know, sometimes loud. 
and I have to allow that. I have to allow that. I have to support it. So I will add that in there. You know, sometimes I need to make hard decisions and, or to say no. And, you know, if things come up and you need that support, setting an intention and being willing to practice so you don't fall into the habit of beating yourself up if you don't do it perfectly, right? Like those are all words that I try to stay away from. Like I want to be willing to practice but I don't want to fall into bad habits of beating myself up because something doesn't go the way I anticipate or I don't do it 100%. So, um, you know, I'm willing to practice those. And that's, that's how I do it. Moving forward every day I do something and then I have an overarching one, as you guys have mentioned, that's more broad and really pulls in my essential nature, which you'll learn a lot about if you talk to um, or if you, if you are following Kelly and Terry with Fearless Generations and learning more about fearless living. Yes, absolutely. We've been learning all about will of fear and will of freedom this weekend at the coaching retreat. And so uh, that's all very uh, forward on our, on our uh, minds. Um, and so uh, diving in deep on essential natures and our triggers and all of that good stuff. And this whole weekend, we've been setting uh, intentions each day, Terry and I, um, of what how we're going to um, be at the workshop and being present, um, being open, being lighthearted, having fun. Um, we're part of our intentions every day. And of course, um, part of my intention was to um, take care of myself as I was taking care of the room and everyone in it. Um, and that takes trust. So, uh, you know, sometimes we, I do um, intentional, I mean, uh, daily intentions like uh, Trish and Terry have talked about. And sometimes um, I focus mainly on my, on my intention to trust. Um, and however you do it, uh, I suggest one at a time, especially <laughs> when you um, are just starting to practice them. Um, having one thing to practice is, is usually a good place to start. And we hope that this month of us talking about intentions has supported you along that pathway of, of figuring out what intention you would like to set and practice as you move forward on our journey to becoming more fearless. And we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. If you'd like to know more about Terry and I, you can always find us at fearlessgenerations.org. You can look there for any workshops we're doing, um, our 12-month program, Stepping Towards Freedom, and um, all of the other great stuff that we do, and uh, see some uh, funny pictures as well, if you'd like. <laughs> um, you can also see information there on our guest coaches that we have on the program, including Trish, who is with us tonight. Yeah. And um, also, you can find us on social media, um, as Fearless Generations, on LinkedIn, on Facebook and on Instagram, and we would love to have you there following us and sharing with us any comments or questions that you have about the podcast or Fearless Living and the tools that we have to share with you. 
Um, we thank you for being here with us each week, and we ask you to keep coming back. Trish, what is one thing you would want our listeners to walk away with tonight? Um, setting intentions is a very simple process, and it's just setting one intention and being willing to practice it for a short amount of time just to see how it helps you refocus and, or not even refocus, just focus on the things that are important for you. Yeah, agree, agree. Carrie? Yeah, I think that I think we've given a lot of uh, ways that you can begin using intentions in your life and living intentionally. And I believe that I just want people to remember to acknowledge themselves and write those acknowledgments down about what you did. So today I acknowledge myself for, and just be you know just take the time to reflect upon the things that you're doing that meet your intention that keep you moving forward. And acknowledgments are a great tool for that. Yeah, agree, agree, agree with both of you. Wonderful, ladies. Trish, again, we thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight. Of course, I love being here. Yes, we all have to stay up late tonight (laughs) (laughs) to be here with you. Um, And Trish leaves early in the morning to go back to Pennsylvania. So we appreciate her staying up late with us and um, doing this show for all of us. So we um, thank you again for being here. And until next time, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Good night.